0: acquired knowledge or information or even to learn what not to do and techniques on how to do what i'm going to do in a better way because that is stupid i need a shepherd i don't even know how to get off the grass when i've ate too much i don't know where to go next until the lord he takes me so but but it's 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 always kind of nice because that's what sin is the original sin lucifer said you know what, God? I'm, I've been doing a lot for you in this worship stuff. And in fact, I don't even think the worship would be quite as good without me. In fact, I'm not even sure that you should be the only one getting worshiped. In fact, I think I could do this without you. And that's iniquity. That's original sin, pride, iniquity, I will. I will ascend, I will become, I will do. And then he was thrown down to the earth. So then he says to Eve, hey, did God say you can't eat of any tree? No, well, she said we can eat any tree, but we can't eat or touch this tree. Already she's fuzzy on the words of God because she's adding little extra conditions, don't touch. He didn't say don't touch, he just said don't eat. And the devil goes, well, God doesn't really, God knows you're not gonna die. He knows, and the day you eat of this, you'll be like like, like God, and you'll know good and evil. And then she looks at the tree, and it's good for food, and it's beautiful, and it's desirable to make you wise. She takes and eats. Meanwhile, Adam, the coverer of the family, is standing by going, wow, interesting experience that's going on. He's already been told. Protective of the garden, but he doesn't recognize. He's just kind of going with it. And she hands him the, the fruit and he eats. And at that point, the treachery, the, the treason is ex- executed. He loses his glory, his position, his, his life. And and uh, they look and they're naked. And now they, they start the journey of, of sin consciousness, of shame, of blame, of accusation, fear, hiding. It's all just. That's why when we are born into the earth, we carry that, we feel those things. Nobody teaches us separation anxiety. That's when we all learn just naturally. We are aware, I'm not close to my parent, and I feel because there's a separation that's really real, but, but God, Jesus fixed that one. But anyway, I could know the whole Bible, and it wouldn't profit me any if I didn't bring me to Jesus. And submit to him as the source and the one who paid for it and accomplished it. And the promises have been filled, fulfilled for. And the promises are brought forth in my life because of what he did. And I accept and receive. And it's a posture of submission. The opposite of I can do it myself is submission. I can't do it. I need your help. I'm a dumb sheep. And and that freedom that that brings. So one day, one, day one of my, I have a, I'm like a Peter and I don't like to, that's not bragging, it's just, it just explains the way I react with God and the way God has to act with me. I see things quickly. You're the Christ. Oh boy, you're, hey, that's good revelation. But you can't die. Oh, now that's Satan. I, I get good revelation, then I make conclusions, and the conclusions are from the flesh. And you get all that mixed up. So I had a sobering time. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but a very sobering time early on. I was following Elijah and the prophets of the Baal and his challenge, and then the what? Uh, 950 killed, and uh, and the and then the intercession breaks the famine and the and the drought and then the rain, and then. And then just this declaration that revival has come and God has returned Israel to God. But because he's so exhausted, he's at, back at Samaria. And Jezebel, because, you know, says, I'm going to kill this guy. And in fact, if I don't kill him by tomorrow, then I just, I just swear this, I will kill him. I will take his head off his shoulder. And Elijah, in an posture of exhaustion, sees these words. Literally, he sees these words. He sees this happening, and he just f- flees in terror and protection of his life. And now he finds himself sitting under a tree going, Lord, just take my life. I mean, I, I'm just like everybody else. I just, I just capitulated. Anyway, the story goes on and on and on and on, and I'm, I'm watching this, and I'm seeing and I'm, and I'm going, oh, gosh, my this is what you did wrong. <laughs> this is where you missed your place. This is where you made, you didn't understand what God was trying to do. And all of a sudden, one of those moments, I don't know how God does it, but he breaks through your stupidity and your arrogance and your self-righteousness. He says, excuse me, have you ever done what Elijah did? Have you ever been in the the level of, Ministry? Have you ever raised the dead? Have you ever done that? No. And then he said very nicely, well, then don't get involved with what he did. How would you know? You're not even at that level. I thought, you know, you're right. Why should I judge Elijah? I've never even gotten a smittens of what he did. So it's not information that the Bible brings. It's an it's union. It's, we're not being absorbed. That's what the devil does. He would take your life and absorb it, devour it, steal it, kill it, destroy it, just consume it. Like a, we, are, we, are, we are brought forth into inheritance, into identity inside a body, the members. So it's a different, unique thing, but it's through submission to the head. And in the submission to the head, Anything is possible because the head is the source of all life. So we just submit to this is who Jesus is, so I can come into who Jesus is and have that experience in my life, and I accept it as done. So I think that's enough. I, I told you we'd go to James, but James is just simply saying that you, we need perseverance to hold our place as God brings us to the end that He set us ahead of us. And he has an end. No journey, no birth, no marriage, no bankruptcy, no divorce, no anything does not begin with God having an outcome. And it's a good outcome. It's better than where you are, and it'll be doubled, even if you lose everything in the journey. And that's the Job picture. So, one one last thing. If Job isn't grabbed, if you're struggling with Job, you could read Habakkuk. Just three chapters. It's a mini George. It's it's crypt notes for Job. It doesn't have friends in it. It just has God confronting a prophet who's questioning how come the wicked are prevailing, and then he starts saying, "Well, he just has to take them." It's a beautiful. It's a really beautiful chapter. Anyway, here's my belief, and um, I believe because we're submitting to the Scripture, humbling ourselves to read together. If five chapters is too much, just always read the the New Testament, two chapters. If you lose your way and you don't get, you don't, it's, you know, a week gone by, you haven't done it, just start on the new day. Just, there's nothing, you you see, you don't accumulate knowledge in the kingdom. You have some experiences that you can refer to, but they don't, they don't come into the next day. Faith is now, faith is now, not yesterday, and it won't be tomorrow. Hope is for tomorrow. Forgiveness is for yesterday and faith is today. So there's always like, wow, I'm hearing what I've heard before, but I'm hearing it for today and the moment I'm in, and I see it for my, and, and you go, oh, that's just, this changed my life. My whole day is better today. And then tomorrow I get up and I try to do what I just heard yesterday and it doesn't work. You don't feel it. You don't feel the, the, the living sense of the voice of God. So it's, a, it's just a submission inside the scripture. Except there is one portion of scripture is that when God speaks the word to us, they then become a refuge that we can say, I don't know what's coming and I don't know how I'm going to get out of what I'm in, but this is the outcome I will see, the word of the Lord that's been spoken to me. And then you don't, and I'm not going to promote it, I'm not going to prove it, I'm not going to perform it, I am just accepting it. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You, you get the scriptures. Those are anchors. They, they hold the hope alive. It's not faith. It is faith, but it's faith. It's, 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 the, it's the two together. Okay. Galatians chapter 5. Let me just show you. This, uh, this will help because it's God is pleased with our faith, and, he, and our hope is how we're saved or stay, stay engaged in salvation. And sometimes we think that they're they're in opposition, but they're not at all in opposition. They're always in, uh, comp uh, comp. Uh, they're always completing each other. Everything in the kingdom is for completion. Everything in the kingdom of darkness is competition. Darkness is always fighting to try to get ahead. It's greed. It's fear. Uh, that the kingdom is completion. We've already gave our inheritance before we were born. We're already brought into the fullness of Christ before we were born. We were in Christ and justified, glorified. So it's just I accept these words, this truth as a place I live from. Therefore, I will not engage in the fear. I will rest inside of the moment. I will let go of the conflict. I will not exercise my rights. I'll let my soul go down and let God lift me up. And it's a whole other training that we're learning. But Galatians chapter five, verse five. five, Galatians five five, faith and hope. Watch the two. For we through the Spirit eagerly wait for the hope. What is the hope we're eagerly waiting for? Righteousness by faith. But that's something I already have, don't I? If I believe, I'm receive righteousness. With the heart, man believes unto righteousness. So evidently, there's more righteousness to experience. There's more salvation ahead. So I have a hope for more, and, I'm in belief, and I am in and accept the completion now. But I know I'm not fully in it. But I know I'm fully got it. I see it, but I don't got it. But I got it, but I don't have it. But I do have it, because he gave it. But I lose it, but he keeps it. So I just keep returning and keep returning. So you just start, you, 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 the scriptures start, they start framing. They start setting up a new universe. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word will never pass away. And, and Jesus is a fulfillment, and so it's, it's this beautiful place. Now, I discovered in that encounter I had two weeks ago on a Wednesday about the family of Jacob and and how God used all manner of evil to prepare great salvation for a nation and prophetic fulfillment that he spoke to Abraham and to do all that he was set out to do to create and to bring forth a nation from a nation. And what I found was in 1st John chapter 1 and chapter 2 and I would take us through it all, but then I would get bogged down in uh, and I did it for about 20 minutes on Wednesday. So if you go to the Wednesday service and pop and you can hear it. It's a contrasting, it's all about living in fellowship, walking in light versus darkness, walking walking in truth versus lies, walking inside of uh, righteousness instead of sin, walking in uh uh, to a place where the, 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 the picture of the fulfillment, the fullness of it is walking in love, loving our neighbor, loving our brother. And if we walk in love, we're in light and we have fellowship. And if we walk in love, we know God and God knows us. And if we hate our brother, we don't know God and God does not know us. And, oh, you know, and hate isn't like, I hate you, I'm going to kill you. It's just, I withdraw my love from you. Less love, it's just convoluted. But but love is not what we think love is. You have to let the Bible define love because love, love is not soulish love. Nowhere in the Bible does it say anywhere that I have a right to be loved, except that I am loved by God. And I believe that and I'm to experience that. But everywhere in the Bible, there's a command to me that I have to love as I am loved. So the soul comes along, and that's that part of me that's being saved because it's got its own kind of feeling about life, and it gets all its information from the Internet <laughs> and YouTube. So it's just like, this is what love feels like. Well, no, it's not. I feel like that at all. So what it's inside, chapter 2, 1 John, is a little statement. That, you've, that I had read by and, and it explains so many parts of John 15 and 14 that I've meditated on and loved and have gained so much strength from. But this little verse explains so much and then I want to just take us to a quick embrace of love. Let the love of God flow and I think we would be done. Okay, let me find it. It's 1st James 1st John and it's chapter 2 verse 3 chapter 2 verse 3 so this is this is like now here's 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 growing up here's maturing here's here's coming into f- f- into fruitful abundant life independent on where we live what's going on in life what's happening to us this is abundant life in union now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He who says, I know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. So, we, it, the, the Otis on us is that I've got to become immersed in the word to understand who God is. God is not who I think he is. God is who he says he is. Does that make sense? It, and that's a Process and it's not something that I'm articulating with the mind as I am with the heart. Whoever, but whoever keeps his words, keeps his word. Logos, cover to cover, beautiful book, the one we love. Whoever keeps his word, keep doesn't mean do, it means value. Guard from being lost. See, I don't want to lose. I, don't, I, don't want to, I want these words to be present. I want them to be a part of me. I want to have the opportunity to encounter Jesus in them. I want to keep your word. Truly, the love of God is perfected in him. This is the key. How do I get the love of God perfected in me? To keep myself in his word. It sounds kind of like, how, how does the Bible make me love more? Why would the Bible make me be a better lover? better husband, a better father, a better citizen. Would love, how would love, how would it call me? Because it calls us into the who God is. God is love. God is light. And the word was made flesh. So by this we know that we are in him. So perfect love drives fear out. I can monitor how my love experiences in God by how much fear I'm countering or entertaining or is chasing and pursuing me and I'm running from. I can be the greatest prophet. I can be the greatest anointed person, but it's not your anointing that would keep the devil from you. It's the word of God. It is the authority. The word is the authority, the spirit's the power. Spirit's power, word's authority. They have to be together. Smith Wigglesworth, the end of his ministry, said in the last days there will be a great revival and it will be with the word and the spirit, not in conflict, but in complementary. And that's what we're moving toward. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. So now, this book is so radical. What it asked me to become in Christ or to accept I am in Christ or what God is doing, has done to Christ now is available for me to receive and how I am to inter- interface with my brothers and sisters, and it's just like, whoa. But, but it's not for me to do. See, otherwise the Bible will condemn you because you can't do the Bible. That's the law. Even if it's the New Testament, you can't do the law. So it's a, But we have to learn that, and it's a lot of process. Brethren, I write no new commandment to you, Okay. Okay, this is insightful. This was, but an old commandment, which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word, which you heard from the beginning. All of a sudden, this answered. John fifteen, John fourteen, John. This whole idea. This this. He's saying the the old all the commandments that you're to walk in, are inside the Bible. They're, they've already been given. They were, not, they were already laid out there by the prophets and the, apostles and, the and the Psalms. and the, They're all there. And that's what we're—that we heard and we're to abide in and to live in. Again, a new commandment, though, I write to you, which is true in him. So Jesus brought a new commandment into the earth and fulfilled all of the commandment, all of the Word, and submitted himself completely to the Word. Even being the Word, he submitted to the Word. He had no resource from himself to do any of what he did. He did it all under submission to the Word and the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit. God anointed him. He did anoint himself. And in all of that, he's walking out this place... Inside and now he comes at the end, right as in John thirteen. He starts off by saying, "I got a new commandment. I'm bringing a new commandment. Here's the new commandment: You're to love each one another as I have loved you. So I've now raised the measure of what love looks like, what love, what love, what love is. I am love. You'll see my love. Walk, be loved, and love like me. Love as I'm loving you. Let me love you so you can love me." The good news is you can't love like Jesus unless you've been loved by Jesus. So the, so the Otis in prayer to be before the Lord is to encounter Jesus so he can do Jesus to me. Then Jesus can come out of me to others. But I can't bring Jesus to others if Jesus isn't touching me. That's the, that's the beautiful part of freedom. Oh, yeah. I just got to meet Jesus. This. I want I want to I wanna have that conversation. Go get your husband. Well oh man, that's personal. I got a history on that. A lot of trauma. But here's the deal. I don't have a husband. Oh well, yeah, that's pretty cool, but you actually had five of them. It just didn't work well. And the one you're with isn't your husband. Now you've spoken truth. Used to be a, and it still is true, an honest heart never goes unrewarded. When God can bring me to a place of honesty about me in light of Him, then there's an exchange. And the me is given to Him, and He gives me Him. I receive this, ah. So, the new commandment, which is true in Him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. If we look inside Christ, and inside kingdom mandate, movement of his spirit, the darkness is running out of the world, even though it's groping over humanity. The dark, groping darkness. But you know what's going to start happening is God's going to start shining and rising on us but not, not in the spirit of the world, not in the fleshly mannerisms, not in the, the, the many of the things we would love for him to do it with. It's just gonna be in us believers. Uh, finding Jesus is expressing himself in me and I'm, I'm, I'm experiencing who he is. He who says he's in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. There's a quota and, and it, that's not, it's, that's really, really hard. Because first you have to admit that you do hate and you have odd and you are upset and you' and then where what do I do with that? I'm disappointed, I'm broken-hearted. I, I'm a, you have to go, I don't know I, 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 gotta, I need to have Jesus address this in some point so I'm going to recognize who I am, where I am in my conversation, but I'm going to accept who you are and where you are and allow who you are to... Overshadow where I am and who I am, and I'm going to accept who you are as who I am in you. But I'm not in you. I'm not apart. I'm not that apart from you. I'm only in that. And I'm just going to. I'm. What am I doing then? I'm submitting to the Word. I'm letting the Word of God be more than an information book or a technique or an owner's manual. It's a. It's a living encounter, and I can because we can come out of darkness in a moment. You can come out of hate in a moment. You can come out of fear in a moment. Any of the things that hell entwines itself into us can be removed in a split second. Because all it takes is to see the light, then the darkness flees. To experience the love, then the fear goes. To experience uh, the truth, the lie flees. So we're we're truth seekers, and therefore we want to be always truthful with our relationship with God, but not put it on him. He's not like me, I'm like him. I was created in his image, I'm not creating him in my image. So I'm submitting continually. Lord, tell me who you are, I don't know who you are. You know who I am, but I don't fully know who you are. Unless you show me who you are, I can't really know who I am. I can only know who I am if I know who you are. That's what happens in Job, those last 10 chapters. So he says, he who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness doesn't know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. And so the rest of John will continually re- readdress this, this predicament, this, this quandary. Can I, um, let's see, where, how do we close this? I just opened it up like, <laughs> I feel like I just uh, opened up a can of, you know, tuna or sardines. There's something so beautiful. There's just something so beautiful. Thank you. On On, on Wednesday, I will take us a few moments through First Corinthians 13, which is today's reading. And if you would like, you can go there before. You will. You will read it today. Love is described with 15 attributes. Seven of them are things love does. Seven are things love does not do. And one is that love never fails. Fifteen. Love is not this feely stuff. This emotional cuddle, cuddle. Tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me I'm lovely. Tell me you'll always be there for me. Show me you're my friend. That's friendship, but it's not the love of God. The love of God is long-suffering and kind. That's it starts. Whoa! That doesn't sound sound fun to suffer with everyone and be kind, but it's, but it's not my love, it's God's love. So it, it finds its expression. I'll close with uh, John 14:21. This is the first scripture I ever memorized. And I didn't memorize it because I found it. It was an assigned scripture to memorize. Most of the good stuff I get in life is because I I submit to someone. Most of the funky stuff I get is when I submit to no one. Just I don't know why it is. I guess I'm not that smart, dumb sheep. But in any case, this was we were we we were in a ministry house, and we were to memorize a scripture a day, which was really important because I was a I was the a drug fiend, and I'd gotten saved radically, but I had no capacity to. I couldn't even, my brain had kind of been just like a, it was like a colander trying to hold water. So we had to memorize scripture a day, and I was was so grateful now that I did that, but this is the first scripture I ever memorized. He who has my commandments and keepeth them, because I was in King James back then, is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him, and I will manifest myself to him. And, you know, I'm going, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't even know what an Ephesian is. Do you understand? I do not know the Bible. Never read it. Except the Old Testament in a Bible lit class in high school. But that really didn't do anything but freak get me afraid. But he who has my commandments loveth me. He keepeth my commandments. The word keep is that same thing, value, values it. And it is He who loves me. If you love me, keep my commandments. Commandments are this value it. Give me time. Val, Valerie, you, you heard the word of the Lord, the Holy Spirit. Come, press in. Press in. Let me lead you. But I want to add something to you. If you don't go through the Bible, you're probably going to go on loopy loops. You're going to feel really high one day and really low the next day. But if you go into the Bible, you have a higher authority. This is what Scripture says. This is who I am. This is what he's doing. This is what he said, how to act at this moment. He's told me to trust. I can't trust. I want to run. No, he says, trust. Rest. So all of a sudden, I'm living under a higher authority. That's all that obedience is, is to be under someone else's words. And in this case, we're to be under God's word. So we we keep them. And Jesus said, that's love. See, now we're talking about, again, love is being described differently than the 21st century culture. Love is not saying, just accept me who I am, just however I am, whatever, who I want to be today. That's selfishness. That's lawlessness. That's licentiousness. But it's, it's putting on others that they have to accept you where this is like, well, no, I want you to be in my love, but you have to you have to value my word, live in my word, keep my word, and then my love will be there. And as, as you love me, you'll, you, you'll be loved by my Father. My Father will approve of you because this is how I walk in his love because I'm submitting to his word. And as you do, and as you let rest, I'll be there, and I'll love you, and love will just start growing. You can get more love in a one-hour prayer time than you'll ever get from your husband in a lifetime. And after you got it, you won't need it from him. You can get more love in a one-hour time inside Scripture and prayer, because they have to be connected, they have to be a part, submitted into the Spirit, Then you could get, you know, an all-expense cruise to Alaska. See a lot of the things that we think they're they're temporal, they're temporal happiness markers, they're they're like me's on Facebook, they're virtual realities that I project or someone else is projecting that I'm comparing myself to that person and feeling like, gosh, I'm not really that valuable. And then all of a sudden, one hour and God starts honing it, you're accepted in my beloved. You're accepted in my beloved. You're accepted in my beloved according to the good pleasure of my grace, which I purposed in you, and I made it happen for you. And, and now that you're inside my grace of my son whom I adopted you, you're my son through Christ. You're my son, and you are accepted in the beloved. Now, where did I learn that? Only in the Bible. Nobody teaches that. Oh, nobody sings that. We sing this stuff of... Ooh, which is great. I love that. But, but this abiding, abiding, stay in my word. If you stay in my word, you love me. And if you love me, my Father will love you. And if you, my Father's loving you, then well, I'll be loving you because I'm loved in the Father and the Father loves me. And I'll manifest myself to you. This is the key. And I'll close with this. You hope. <laughs> Ed Cole uh, once said, and it's a truth that I followed and have proven it to be true ever since, that obedience to the, to, the, to the words that are being spoken, and obedience isn't the doing, it's the placing yourself under and accepting a higher authority than the one you're in. Obedience is the door into love, experience, and greater revelation. And so then the conclusion he'd say, and I, it's true, He says, if you are not in a current flow of love with God and revelation of Jesus, then what you should do is go back to the last time he spoke to you and start over in submission to what he was saying and listen and value. And then he'll start speaking again. Because... Revelation is, 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 has to flow not just in faith and not just in hope, but in love. And it's in, it's in the totality of the scriptures. So I, we're holding the key. We're holding the key and not taking advantage to turn it in the lock of life. You can live here. I, I don't. I'm tired, I'm not rewriting the Bible and I'm not taking portions of it out and saying it doesn't apply now. It's all God speaking to my life and I accept it in totality because inside of your sovereignty and majesty, you are bringing it forth through your word. Through your word. Through your word. I have to to get comfortable in your word. I have to, not comfortable that I know it, but comfortable that I'm submitted to its truth. When I don't understand it, like the other day, you know, some I just go, well, I'm just going to sit here and trust you that you are bringing forth a work through your word that I don't even yet understand, but I value it. And I want to experience more love. And would you speak to me who you are, Jesus, because that's the ultimate of the Bible. Until you meet Jesus in the Bible, you didn't, that was, the purpose is not fulfilled. Jesus is the purpose. I am, we're holding, I don't know who we are, but we, God knows who we are. And one of us, or two of us, or maybe all of us, could could stumble into the scripture of who Christ is and find out who we are. And accept who Christ is, and submit to the words of Christ, and begin to experience the Christ manifesting hope of glory in me. And all of a sudden, from from pining away at the losses of life and all the disappointments, and no one has ever given me an opportunity, and I wish I could have this, and I want to have that, and I didn't get this, and that person did this. All of a sudden, we just start honing in, and we. Just Lord, I just thank you for the glory that you are bringing into the earth through your living body by your spirit and inside your truth. I thank you for your word that makes me one with you and accepts, brings me into sanctification, separates me from the evil one's clutches. I thank you. And you just start saying words that are in the Bible as worship to the word that's sitting at the right hand of the majesty. And the word seated at the right hand of the majesty, who is the high priest, says, I recognize those words. Those are my words. Those are what the Father spoke through me, and now you're speaking them back to me. So I must, and I will, and I will affirm these words. Holy Spirit, get down there and get on him and tell him he's right. Angels, did you hear what he said? Go do what he just spoke to me about who I am. Make sure it happens. And all of a sudden, from inside, the very center, first thing you feel is the peace, then the joy. And then you feel the righteousness, because the kingdom's starting to take root and find expression, and love and starting to leaven. And the next thing you know, you're carrying an atmosphere, and then you bring that atmosphere in other places. And then you find it. Oh, it's that's so fun when I'm carrying an atmosphere. But then you realize how many times you lose the atmosphere, and you get to return and go, oh, Lord, we've got to start back at the same place. You are truth. Your word is truth. You are my Savior. Father, reveal who I am in Christ. Let Christ be the means to which I reach you. You are my God. I accept your testimony of your Son, who has a Son, has life. I have the Son, so I have life. I accept this. I am loved. I'm accepted. I accept this. So I'm taking accepted revelations, and I'm returning them to God in worship until they begin to uh, uh, mix again in faith, and I return again to Christ. And it's just every day, and it's like the funnest thing in the world. And and I have a feeling that some of us are ancient springs that one day, because only sovereignty releases the, the revivals and the awakenings and the floods. You know, it's not our effort. It's this. It's time. And somebody all of a sudden wells are going to start breaking open, and you're going to start carrying that life. And the things we thought was going to happen if we had it here or there are going to be. I don't care where I am. I'm in God. Ah! <laughs> and life starts flowing and hope starts flowing and joy starts flowing and, and you sleep well you eat well and you love well and it's not your love because there's nothing in the Bible that we can do except accept it as true and receive it done in Christ and so that Christ can reveal it in us by our abiding in him letting his word abide in us so we're, I'm dependent on being connected to the branch to the vine And we are. We are. Father, I just thank you. I feel you. I'm so grateful. And just, this is a precious, precious people. A precious body that you have prepared that we might, we might bear much fruit. (laughs) And that's the... That's ahead of us, the fruit-bearing season, the glorious branch, beautiful, that's going to spring forth everywhere. Oh, blessed be your name. But today, we would just, I don't know, I would just want to be joined to the vine. I want to be regrafted into the olive plant. I want to accept the truths of scriptures. I want to experience the fire of your burning love in my heart. Hallelujah. What I'd like you to do is take something that God has said to you before that you've read in Scripture, and I want you just to, you don't just paraphrase it, say it back to him, that it's truth. Doesn't matter how we've done with it or what got happened, just, just it's truth. Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, come right now as a reminder of everything Jesus ever said to us and remind us what we need to hear right now. The Word of God is coming forth by the Spirit of God, bringing it forth. It could be something you heard back in Sunday school, an encounter you had at youth camp. It could be an experience you had in in the place of prayer in a whole relationship that no longer exists, but it was still eternal. God spoke. Worship. I hear what you say. I hear what you say. Lord Jesus, we accept the words of your mouth. Scripture of the commandments that are written in this beautiful book. It's truth. We accept them above our circumstances and above our sufferings. We just thank you for your words. We keep them as precious, more gold, more precious than gold, silver. what he's saying just work it it's a place of returning and me oh lord let the conversation that you're initiating and have been already but even this moment we pause and we let you start a conversation we're hearing words you've spoken return to us by your holy spirit we're recognizing circumstances that have changed since we heard and we're allowing those to be surrendered back to you and we're letting your word take preeminence again the sovereign full of majesty and dominion eternal and we worship we turn our eyes away from the circumstances that we're trapped in that we have no way out of. We can't see how we'll ever get out of them if we had a million years. But instead, we look to the one who paid for it all, who who redeemed us all, and we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Tell him, I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you. I worship you, Jesus. I worship I worship you. I worship you. feel no shame. I only feel alive. Instead of rejection, accusation dies. Father, I would ask that you would accompany us with the Holy Spirit being our guide to bring us to truth in your words, to converge us in, a, in your own union, communion with us, each of us in the Son before the Father powered by the Spirit being known inside the truth of the Word until We are very aware of the manifested love of God in our life. And the manifested love of the Father in our life. And the manifestation of Jesus in our life. Revealing Himself in our life. We just stay here. It's all by you. But it's all through us, and it's all for your glory. So we rejoice. We rejoice. Now, if you're ever in a situation and everything is crowding in on you and you don't think you can find the Word of God and the worship of God and the Spirit of God, get out of where you are, you think you're going to collapse, you're going to be smashed, you're going to be, be, be taken out and, and die, despair depression, then just end that critical mass, that Jonah in the belly of the whale, shat, declare the end, declare the future, declare how I'm coming out of this thing. I'm not, for, I'm not living in my idols and I'm not living in the lies. I'm telling the truth and I'm going to be an overcomer and I'm coming out of this situation. I'm not going to die. I'm not divorcing. I'm not going to fall apart. I'm going to live in a new place. And just let the word of God rise up and that's hope. And that hope will, will carry you even if, it's, even if it's just saying, No, I'm not cursing God and I'm not dying. I'm blessing God and I'm living. I'm blessing God, and I'm living, I'm living, I'm living in Christ. Yes, Lord. All right, God bless. Wonderful. We'll talk about 1 Corinthians 13 on Wednesday. Love you.